Hey everybody, thank you very much for listening to The Fate of Ison. I'm DM Brad, and this is episode 6 of our Arcus backstory arc in which we dive into the world of Skyland to see what Arcus the Cloud Demon was up to before they got whisked away into the material realm that we all know as Ison. This backstory features Jules Daniel in their usual role as Arcus, and amazing special guests Troy Malcolm from Season Quest Podcast as Zeph, and George Fenn as Fergus Squalor. If you've listened to the other Arcus episodes, you will know by now that we are not playing D&D in this campaign, we are playing D12 Go. If you want to learn more about that game system, or give it a whirl, play it for yourself, get in touch, and we can send you some playtest rules. If you want to get yourself a sweet D12 to play the game with, uh, head on over to our partners MetallicDiceGames.com and use the promo code FATEOFISEN to get a sweet discount. Alrighty, what happened last time? Well, here's a quick recap for you. Last time, Arcus, Zeph, and Fergus watched as a grotesque, lumpy orange man from the breach dragged a cumulus woman through the bazaar. They followed it to a courtyard where there was a large purple portal hovering in the air. They fought the orange man, defeating him before he could take the woman through to whatever lay on the other side. The woman says, oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I don't know why it was taking me. It, it told me all these lies. It told me to come out of my house and that it was safe and it was sent by the palace. But then I saw its face and I knew it wasn't true. What is this thing? And it gestures to the portal. I bet it leads to a condensation camp. <laughs> and that's the <laughs> Fergus, since you've... Um, recently had experience popping your head through the portal and you're mm-hmm. probably the closest to it. Mm-hmm. Can you make a senses roll and add anything about um, anything that might help with like just a general feeling or a vibe of like dark magic? Cool. Yeah. Um, 13. Okay. You notice that coming from the portal, there is a very sudden, very violent drop in temperature. Hmm. Um, I say, uh, I say, um, I, I jump and yell, Avalanche, get, get down, everyone. Do you believe your friend's words? Uh, I am already down. I am beneath a cloud Oh, house. God, yeah, okay. Oh, okay, okay. the cloud house dissipates. <laughs> well, begins, oh. begins to, begins to dissipate. I, I remain down because Fergus says to. So, is it, so it's a cold energy. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like weather magic. It just feels like very cold air. Like something yeah. extremely cold is happening right on the other side of that portal. Could, uh, could we just like attack the portal? Can I Can I just like blast it with something? Yeah, can yeah. I? Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. I might just try to turn it off. Might be safer than blasting it. <laughs> just off like the switch. Just. Well, I've got a wand, yeah. right? Can I just like stick my like wand in the hole and just turn? <laughs> stick your wand in the hole and turn. Look, I'm saying, or we could blow it up. I'm happy with either one, but... Oh, it was plugged in. We could have just unplugged it. (laughs) It turns out the only reason there's a breach is because someone didn't bother trying to (laughs) turn it off and on again. (laughs) All these generations, all we had to do was reboot it. (laughs) Fuck, that's always the first thing. Can I try to turn it off, and if if I can't turn it off, can you blast it? You can 
I didn't consider this. You can certainly pump some dark, ma dark magic into it and try and turn off the portal. You can roll against the success table with a minus six, because this is extremely unlikely that you would be able to do this. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, the um, the scale of difficulty with this game wait, is wait. if something if something's a bit harder than normal, it's a minus three. If something's really hard, it's a minus six. If something's impossible, it's a minus nine or more. Can can oh. I aid George with our new friendship with some bond? You can make make a make a quick bond roll just to see if you're able to encourage him. Or could you? Well, you oh, because you, it's your bond, right? Yeah. Seven. Okay, failure. You can't encourage him. No help. I'm like, yeah, you can, you can do it, Fergus. Uh, Maybe. It's unconvincingly. I got a natural eleven with plus seven plus my wand, so I got plus eight total. Nineteen. I got nineteen. Okay, minus six, thirteen. Despite a fucking minus six, you get a success and you pump some dark magic into this portal and it hurts if you feel mad energy like funneling through you harder than it ever has before like this portal is taking a lot out of you but slowly but surely it begins to seal more and more shut and then it's uh, it's gone just goes to show that it takes more energy to turn something off than it does to turn it on with your wand and Fergus, do you feel really drained? Like that was the hardest you've ever had to work for anything. Yeah, do I have to take, should I take limit damage or something? No, but I, I'll say that for the foreseeable future, until you overcome it, yeah. um, just take a, take a minus three to brawn. Cool. Like you're, just, you're just physically weak. Right, cool. <laughs> I like clap down the ground naked, smoldering. <laughs> But it's like, kind of like not from heat, just from like dark shadow. Sort of, I'm sort of like sweating, but like dark magic clouds, so like dissipating off me. Like, <laughs> look at that sexy smolder on his face. I'm not gonna lie, I really thought that uh, the uh, the Trump creature would successfully drag Wisp away, and that you would follow it into the breach portal. <laughs> <laughs> Best, best laid plans, Brad. You know what? I've got like nine locations that you guys could go in your own world, so you don't need to go anywhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I've played Oblivion, so, you know, a bit of metagame knowledge. <laughs> Just turn it off. <laughs> uh, I, I guess we should talk to this uh, Wisp some more. Yeah, she, I mean, she, she's still there in your midst. So, like, you say, we should talk to Wisp. She's like, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> she's like, yeah, I, I I mean, I don't really know what more there is to say other than thank you. Uh, uh, who are you? Why are you out in the breach? I was tricked out of my home. Why, why are you out here? Uh, we're uh, obviously heroes of the breach um, here to aid uh, and and help. Those are different things. And we saved you as proof of that fact. Um, you're welcome. I, I, if, if there's any way I can r repay you, I, I mean, I don't, I don't have much in the way of possessions. But I mean, would would you like to come come back to my place? I can try and make you some food or, or give you a place to rest. I... Yes. 
I turn to the others and I'm like, this is this is where we can hide from our families. You're hiding? Wait, uh, okay. who are your families? Why, why are you hiding from your families? That's, look, we just saved your life. You could afford us the, like, privacy of our own issues. Thank you very oh. much. Oh, oh okay. Uh, yep, heroes get um, a bit of secrecy, I suppose. Yeah. It's okay. We'll right? open up to you when we're ready. Um, and when it's plot relevant. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Plus one. <laughs> yeah, she like sort of gets to her feet slowly and dusts herself off. And she looks at the, the still stuck in the ground corpse of the orange lumpy thing. And she gives it a little kick. And its yellow quaff of hair falls off its head. Oh, man. Hey, Seth, <laughs> did your family ever deal with uh, one of these things during the breaches? I, I, I don't think they did i'm can i roll animal knowledge <laughs> it, i'd say it's not an animal it it spoke it, uh, it's sentient uh, yeah I, I don't think so it doesn't you know lyrics are hard and orange doesn't rhyme with anything so if they did get injured by one of these i don't think they sung about it just rhyme it with thing ugly orange thing <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I think we're safe. Uh, rat centaurs, disc chaos, and uh, three other things, but n- not not this. I don't think. Maybe a tangerine. <laughs> what rhymes with tangerine? What would you? Tambourine. <laughs> so relevant. Uh, we we all fought. No wait. Let's follow wisp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she sort of like steps a few feet away from you guys and is like well uh, i mean if you want to come back to my place i'd rather get off the streets sooner rather than later that's valid all right let, let's go team uh, squad figures says i can go for a cup of tea <laughs> she's like ah oh. yeah i do make the best tea in in all of castle cloud Ooh, i don't know about that <laughs> Under my breath. <laughs> you know, I ignore them and stagger like ahead, even though I don't know where I'm going. Um. Okay, um, yeah, she leads you back through the bazaar, so through the south entrance, uh, the the busted up south entrance, and then past the part that you ransacked in the north, and then out the northern gate to a sort of like a low dense or a high density um, housing area. Um, and like the building that she goes to has got quite a bit of damage to it you know something big has like barreled past a corner and like knocked heaps of elementus bricks off the corner of the building and things um but she yeah goes up to a, a door that just looks like any of the other doors in the area and um opens it up and says that well um this is where I, this is where i call home C- come and in, come inside and make yourselves make make yourselves at home we do we do yeah <laughs> I sort of like don't responsibly find a place to like collapse face down on the ground. I find her bed and I hop into it. <laughs> and I'm like, this is my bed for tonight. Thank you. Good night. Isn't it like one o'clock though? <laughs> yeah, it's like the mid afternoon. Like I'm tired. I need my afternoon nap. <laughs> oh, don't uh, nap okay. me. Okay. I. Uh, I stand guard outside the bedroom door so that Arcus doesn't get disturbed. Um, Troy, you took four damage in that. From, I did uh, from Arcus. <laughs> <laughs> would you? Like, yeah, yeah. Given a, a significant rest, would you like? Would you want to do the self heal, the the once a once per 
second game day. Now, when you say once per day, is that like, uh, I don't know how long a day lasts here, is, but is that kind of like a once every 24 hours or once a... Uh, no, per, per once day. A, so like in between long rests, in between like overnights. I guess that depends if we're going to go breaching throughout the entire night. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. I will try and heal myself. Okay. I say, um... <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, I don't say anything. I do like the idea of <laughs> resting, though. <laughs> uh, I do like the idea of resting before we, we go back out, because, um, yeah, negative three to brawn. Um, I don't want to encounter any basic obstacle. Um... <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, so if, if you rest long enough, your your game changer goes away. So that Great. minus three to your ball. You, you recover enough strength to no longer be exhausted from your magical exertion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Troy, if you just roll a brawn roll. Yeah, I rolled a 12, like a natural 12. I couldn't roll anything above a 2 earlier, but sure, now I get the 12 for healing 4 damage. Uh, plus, there is balance in all things. <laughs> plus, your, plus your brawn? Oh, yeah, you're right. So 16. <laughs> 16, yeah, so that's that's the best you can do. You you can get you get four back. Cool. Hey, that's still helpful. Um, it is, how is it the is. tea? Yeah, she comes back. I'll let I'll, I'll get her to roll for it. She doesn't have any stats. I haven't statted her. Um, <laughs> oh, but she still gets a, a ten on the die, so she makes mm. questionable success. She makes pretty good tea. It, it's it's enjoyable. It's not great. <laughs> But she, she by the time she gets like she gives one to Fergus first and then stands there waiting for you to test it. Um, I drink it and um, Fergus is uh, brought to tears softly with humility, you know. Like uh, uh, how the other half live, shit tea. Um, no, no, Fergus likes the tea. Um, Fergus can appreciate sort of the genuine effort and uh, into it and then sees that it's not where the tears from that's important but for why it is bad I, I, feel, a about redemption it, arc. I feel a redemption arc for Fergus's character his, his moral all around. Um, and then yeah she gets to Zeph and then by the time she gets all you know does the same thing and by the time she gets to Arcus Arcus is asleep so yeah Arcus doesn't get the tea I don't mm. need chamomile I'm already knocked the fuck out um, yeah, while while um, you're resting, so only Zeph and Fergus would hear, you do hear just random sounds throughout the city of like a distant roaring and like you, you, you hear what sounds maybe like a group of breach hunters running past at one point, like you hear like heavy boots and sort of like grunting of people who are running and things like that. Just the sound of just action happening nearby and in the sort of middle distance. Um... Fergus, how come this is your first breach? Like, did you ever consider going out with your, uh, I believe you called them, uh, Daddy Stadmen? Uh, no, Daddy Stadmen are more out and doing the breach to protect my family's uh, interests. Such work would be beneath me. Uh, Oh, okay. Uh, Good. Do you have a considered not going out to breach like the rest of your family have you ever considered staying humble as one might expect from someone of such tragic birth (laughs) I have true compassion for you and your poverty (laughs) Uh, well I mean it's 
it's it's been in my family for years you know the idea that we must go out and protect the people in the land mm. and i i feel like it's my turn mm-hmm. it's my time uh my mum's protected she's at the edge mm-hmm. uh I, I i haven't gone before because you know i'm still a young cumulus but arcus needs protection and i'll be that protection until the such time that we're either one of us dies or the breaches are over i guess it's interesting you should bring that up you know it's interesting you know from from my perspective and the way i was raised you know the the breaches were something that my family actively encouraged uh in the rural cloud communities uh you know it just really keeps the protection costs down not having to hire as many people if you convince the people to fight for them yeah going into the breaches kept funeral costs down for my family too like <laughs> you know the we didn't have to uh, pay the, uh, you know, the evapor- evaporium or oh, anything You wouldn't believe the overheads to... on the evaporium. My family also runs that. It's like, it actually costs very little to vaporize someone. And, you know, evaporating isn't exactly, you know, it's not exactly what you think, that, what, it's, what, it's, what it's told. You can actually, everyone can actually just, there's actually yeah. just a big hole that people go and throw. Uh, the people have just been throwing cloud people in. Oh, uh, okay. Well, oh. I'll, I'll keep that in mind should uh, Mummy Bluster or I ever uh, need You know, that. I actually think it makes your stories, Thanks. your family stories more convincing because, you know, it's always, they almost have more meaning because, you know, they died for nothing. Thanks, Fergus. And I walk away. I walk into the room where Arcus <laughs> is and I lay down face down on top of Arcus and go to sleep. I, like, push you in my sleep down to the end of the bed like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Fergus is not aware of his emotional impact on others. <laughs> it was like, that must have been a good conversation if he needed to lie down. Wisp was on just sort of like the outskirts of the room listening to mm-hmm. that conversation and now has a vague idea of who you are. Mm-hmm. And it's just standing oh, yeah. like mouth agape, like, uh... I turn to Wisp and ask if they have a book. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I think we have a book somewhere. We we don't really get a lot of time for for reading, but bring me the book. She disappears, and then you hear her like moving about from room to room, and then she comes back with yeah, like a, a piddly little book. And it's written in ink, I assume. Yeah, uh, the cloudy equivalent of ink. I don't I I don't know. Yeah, no, that's cool. It's written that. Um, I take the book. Uh, what's uh, what's what's the title of the book? Um, the Adventures of Cumulus Kim. Uh, I sign and say propaganda for the masses. Um, and I'm going to try to, I'm going to like pick up all the ink with my dark magic and suck the ink out into like a shadow ball of like shadow ink. So I pull all the ink out so it's like a blank page. And then with the ball of ink, I'm going to like sh- shadow project it all around the room. And I'm going to try to articulate the magical equation of the portal that I just managed to channel uh, in terms of <laughs> You're going to beautiful mind her house Yeah, I'm going to beautiful um, mind her house uh, with, Goodwill hunting <laughs> with shadow magic, just so I have like a record of that experience and I'm going to document it in the book if I could do okay, that Okay, yeah, um, do some dark magic for me then that's definitely brains mm-hmm. You're a weird dude, man, I love it Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, I guess or George. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I got a 16. Your rolls, man. Your rolls are crazy. Um, yeah, that is a huge success. You do exactly what you set out to do. You manage to pull the ink out of her book, and she says, that's my only book. 
but then this um, sort of like this floating orb of elementus ink uh, rests above your hand for a second before yeah you sort of spray it out to the room and it just creates equations and measurements and various symbols all around the room and she just she's too amazed to be angry she's just looking and spinning around in place at like all these new things in her midst cool and then i like i suck them all back into like the book as like the equations are so now i have it all documented in one book yeah again she's just mouth agape <laughs> she does not know what she just saw i i think it looks at him and says sorry this might have meant something to you i'm sorry i'll get you another one my mother read that to me every day when i was a child i can't bring her <laughs> back but i might be able to get you another book if she if she read it to you every day, then surely you know it off by heart by now anyway. You're asleep. You're asleep. I'm, asleep. I'm talking in my sleep about what's going on, even Just though mum. I have no way of knowing what's happening. Um, I turn to West when I say, <laughs> turn to West when I say uh, um, you may have heard this story over and over, but I'm here to tell you the stories don't have to be the same every time and that sometimes stories can change can i like try to rummage around the neighborhood for like another book to return to her um yeah i I mean you can go out into the street and try and get into another house and you would know that you know areas like this Mm -hmm. typically get evacuated during the breaching if people have somewhere that valuable yeah if people have somewhere to go they Mm -hmm. would they would go it's not safe here but like there will still be some ha- inhabited places, like, for example, her place mm-hmm. has her in it. Cool. <laughs> you know what? It's fine. I'll get them a book later. I'm, uh, you know, a billionaire playboy to be. You know, I'll get them a book. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'll get you a new book. <laughs> a book with more stories. Um, I pass the time discussing tea with them until uh, everyone is arrested. And, yeah, throughout that time, you do hear more signs of screams and roars and various things that just tell you that there's a lot of shit happening <laughs> you're not the only game in town fergus do you look out a window at one just sort of like lazily lean and look out the window to the street and you see what looks almost like a unicorn made of rock like charging down the street and then it, it's gone as almost as quick as it arrived it's just oh there's a okay it's gone <laughs> Can I, do I recognize it as being from the same place as where the portal was to? It came and went too quickly. You just know, see it and know that that's weird. Yeah, nice. Cool. Cool. Well, I suppose we're, we're, we're awake. Mm-hmm. Are you? Time is over. Yeah. What What's the plan? What, what are we doing? So now I, I suppose you'd probably, yeah, try and come up with a plan for what to do next, whether you go home to your families and call it quits, whether you try and investigate, try and find out more information, or just go around town to different locations um, looking for more shit to fight. How much longer do we think the breach is? It's hard to say on any given year. It can last anywhere between two days and about a week. So like this is only day two. So this mm-hmm. it could end today. It could end in a few days from now. You don't like you there's no way of knowing. It's like monsoon season. It sort of comes and goes in a wave. Right. What if we closed all the portals? That could be... You could go around closing portals and then teaching people how to do that. So next time a breach... Mm, Next time the breaching comes around next year, you can just be like, not this year, breach. Bloop. (laughs) Uh, Wisp, why did 
didn't you leave? Why are you here in your house? Um, well, I, I, I didn't really have anywhere to go. Um, I mean, I, I locked the door here. I, I didn't think anything could get, could get me in here. And I mean, so far nothing has, but that thing convinced me to go out. As long as I don't fall for that again, I, I, sh- I should be okay. I think. Well, well, if you if you need somewhere to go, my uh, my mother is at the edge. Uh, I I got her a place there to hide out, and I mean, if you would be willing, I I do have something with me that I need taken to the edge. Uh, two things actually. If 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 you are wanting a safe place to go, would you be willing to take? something for me um well i i I mean the edge that's so expensive uh, at breaching time that you must have a lot of raindrops Uh, yep yep i've got a lot of them i saved up uh but my my mum's there and there's room for two just in case i uh and i look over at arcus failed at what i was wanting to do uh, but there, there's there's room for two, so if you wanted to, you could go there. <laughs> I'm oblivious to what that means, and just think that like Zef, <laughs> if Zef dies, he expected me to go live with his mom. <laughs> <laughs> Silly Zef. That's so that's so generous of you. Uh, do you think I could safely make it all the way to the edge? That that's at least an hour or two outside. Outside, maybe, but it would be two hours by the sewers but I would imagine there would be much less breast monsters down there. The sewers? Oh, that's scary. <laughs> can the breaches go down there? I wonder if the game master knows if, what the breaches can do. <laughs> I wonder if the, breach, if the game master know, um, has a plan for people getting trapped in sewers. <laughs> the game master's going to have to ask the breach master and they'll have to discuss it off podcast, I guess. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I have a rat box and a chunky necklace I want taken to my mother. Rat box, that's right. We need to take the rat box off the end. I suppose we could, like, um... Is that youth slang? <laughs> yeah, it's youth slang. Chunky necklace, rat box. Why don't we escort Wisp to the edge and fulfill our destiny of throwing the rat box over the edge? Sounds good. Yeah, okay. We could meet this mum. <laughs> Okay, so since you're all, you're all going, um, you don't need to roll to convince her to go. She trusts that you're all capable of of traveling that distance. And yeah, it'll be about one and a half to two hours to trudge through the city safely. So to not just confidently traipse out in the open, you know, you sort of got to at least try and keep a low profile. Is there some sort of stealth roll? Like, is that a? I guess it's precision or it de- brain. It depends guess, on the situation right? uh, of like how like how you're trying to be mm. stealthy, but a lot of it would be agility. Um, can I put forward uh, right. shadow cloak and casting a shadow cloak over everyone to make us sneak in the shadow? So like not entering into the shadow world, but projecting like a, a shadow over us. Yep. So would you do that before you leave the house or just in a shadowy place on the way? I like to imagine that I've got my wand up like an umbrella okay. and it's like sort of casting like a dome of like shadow over us. Uh, roll for it. One of your massive rolls again. Yeah, I got a massive rolls again. I got 20. Fucking hell, dude. I need to update this table to allow for people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, huge success. You do exactly what you wanted to do. You create a shadowy umbrella that encompasses all of you. So you can move through the city and a lot easier i'm still i've still got a few creatures that are randomly roaming and i will roll for them at checkpoints for them to molest your position 
cold. Okay, Zeph, um, which direction do you think you're, the place that you got your mum on the edge would be? So, uh, I mean, the, the kingdom's roughly a circle, and you're kind of in the middle right now. Mm. To, to give you a sort of a, a general rundown, is on the, on the both on the corners, so the northeast, northwest, southeast, southwest, there's a port, which leads to the, the transport to other kingdoms which we'll get to if you ever need to visit another kingdom, like the neighboring kingdom of um, Hazy Haven that you invented. Yeah. A lot of the western side of the kingdom is is, um, taken up by a forest. But other than that, uh, most of the perimeter of the kingdom is just rural land. Uh, I assume because we were, my farm was outside of the breach, like central zone. So I imagine whichever direction is... She wouldn't have had to go through the city center, so just away in that direction. And I assume it's near the port to Hazy Haven, whether that's... Okay, so we'll say southeast. We'll say uh, your mum is on the southeast edge. Yeah, she's on the southeast edge. Okay, so at three points between uh, where you are now at uh, Wisp's house and this southeast edge, we are going to roll to see if you have a random encounter as you go through the city. So you go back through the bazaar the way you just came, keeping under your shadowy umbrella, and you get to that courtyard where you just fought the orange thing, and it's still there, trapped in the ground. Is is it, like, naked? Like, does it have clothes or, like... Can we loot it? Is there anything worth looting? It has a uh, red, white, and blue gown on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's tattered and full of holes. I considered taking it earlier, but I was biding my time, and I think we should just leave it. <laughs> um, unless you want it, Fergus, to cover your naked body. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, no. No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, now that I made a big deal about losing my clothes, I have to make an even bigger deal about finding it. <laughs> yeah, you can't put on clothes that aren't suited for you. Especially, at, like, in a fictional landscape where it's not, like, socially irreprehensible. It's just slightly unusual, you know? Like, i got to capitalise. Espe- especially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that in real life, but also especially right now. Yeah. Um, okay, just beyond this courtyard uh, and heading in a general southeast kind of direction, you you go through a, uh, a quite a nice residential area, and you can ascertain that people in this area probably have can afford to not be here. So, like you imagine, most houses in this place will be empty right now. Can one of you please roll a d twelve? I rolled a seven. Seven. Okay. While walking down the street of this uh, affluent area, you all feel like a a mild rumbling on the ground beneath your feet for just a second and then the road the elementus road sort of bursts open and a worm shoots up out of the ground and it's just like a regular earthworm but it's like the size of an anaconda Mm. and so it sort of curls up and into a coil right in front of you and then it lunges at uh, fergus cool i defend uh yeah my my description of this is mega worm Brackets, just a huge fucking worm. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's what I'm working with. So I'm using agility and dueling. Uh, 12. Okay, it also got a 12 to try and coil and squeeze, which is uh-huh. a stalemate. So it's just going to wrap itself around you, but ineffectively. <laughs> I, I, whip out, I whip out blunt and blade, and I try to run and slice and slash at the uh, 
giant worm. Um, just okay. sneaking in there as well. Could I? Could I like try to shadow disappear disappear before you like attack? So I'm not like in the middle of the worm when you're swinging in. Okay. Yeah, I imagine that Fergus would start trying to do that as soon as the worm wrapped around him anyway. Mm. So yeah, I'd say you get to you get to try and do that as Zeph prepares for his attack. So so roll some kind of defense or escape, Fergus. So agility plus dark magic, I imagine. I got a seventeen. Okay. Uh yeah, you easily manage to just sort of pop out from it. Does the worm like that? I like go like and drop a little bit. It squeezes itself. So now it's just like a upright slinky for a second as Zeph charges in with two axes. Rolled a four. <laughs> Dual wielding's also a four, so eight, and my bronze a four, so twelve. Okay, it only got a nine on its defense, so that is one to three more. You you give it one damage, which this is just just a big worm, so that's enough to kill it. Nice. Oh, I slash and hack it into little noodle pieces. Yum. Food for later. Did it leave a big hole in the ground? Not big, just like the width of itself. Uh, are those normal down in the sewers, Fergus? Um, are they? <laughs> Do I know? Um, roll a brains check. Yeah, I got a 12. Uh, yeah, you know that they're not normal, but they're also, they are from here. Like, they're on the cloud realm. Yeah, they, they're not breached things, they're just weird. <laughs> the wildlife is acting unusual. <laughs> These worms belong in the deep, deep soil. I mean, the deep, deep cloud. <laughs> the soil of the cloud. They are essential for the process of making healthy, you know, new livable cloud, though. They break up all the watery bits and turn them into cloudy bits. Look, and I poke it, and, like, little bits of cloud come up the back of it, like it was, you know, secreting the through the process <laughs> soil. Yeah, so you, 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 might, you might pause to think that, like, why is it coming up to the surface? Like, they don't normally do that. You might store that in the back of your mind, like, mm. okay, maybe, maybe that something is something weird is happening. Uh, yeah, right. So it's very much a worm out of um, worm out of soil idea. We should make haste to the edge. Who knows what more of the clouds creatures have turned feral? All right. So you continue through um, past this neighborhood, and you start getting to uh, like a slightly less affluent neighborhood, and then like a commercially industrial sort of area a little bit. And in amongst some factories, um, someone else roll the d12. This is checkpoint number two. Um, I roll three. Oh, okay. Rolling out of the door of a factory is just like a, a ball of fluff. Just this like blackish gray ball about the size of a basketball just sort of rolls out in front of you and then just rests in front of your feet. A ball of fluff. Yep. Like... A ball of like cloud fluff? Uh, it doesn't look cloudy. It doesn't look cloudy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Does anyone else uh, have any have any ideas? Do you want to kick it, Zeph? I I mean I do, but like I I don't know if that's the best thing to do. Mm. Well, we're kind of doing breach, and it kind of looks like a breach monster. I don't know why I said that. I'm dense. Yeah, I've got no brains. I kick it. I kick it. Okay, just make a make a brawn attack to kick the fluff ball uh that six plus four is ten it only got a three to try and roll away so yeah you, you just obliterate it with your boot <laughs> as your foot 
uh, like connects with it. It's sort of a, a section of the fluff opens up and you see like a, a really big mouth full of sharp teeth. But then it just mm-hmm. gets booted and it just <laughs> flies away and just does not move after that. So, so it lands? It lands like 20 or 30 feet away from you like it's a big kick and then it just boom, heavy on the ground. Um, Fergus is an oar admiring uh, and says... Wow, it is truly amazing, the the noble strength of the proletariat. Fergus called me noble. Sh- should we go check out what that thing was? Or should we just keep going? Ar- Arcus, make a senses roll. <laughs> Fuck. Um, <laughs> one. Total. Yeah, I have zero senses and I rolled a one. Okay, uh, yeah, miserable failure. Um, Thank you. You are just staring at this guy. You're just... You don't even notice that any of that happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fergus is like, I'm getting, we're getting good at this hero business. All right, let's move along, guys. <laughs> um, as you keep moving, um, you go to walk past the fluff ball and one, like a very small version of that portal next to the orange thing appears under the fluff ball and it sort of drops through and then the portal closes uh, that one cleaned up after itself <laughs> uh, maybe the other one would have you know Fergus hadn't closed the portal who knows <laughs> but we still have the centaur that's true so they didn't drop through mm. Mm. then I have nothing to add let's keep going <laughs> <laughs> right we keep walking Okay, uh, cool. And um, you continue past the factories and you get into rural land. And Zeph, you can see up ahead uh, in the distance the the edge and the house near the edge where your mum is staying. Uh, And this is checkpoint number three is just before you reach that house. Um, So one more person roll AD12. I got an eight. Oh, okay. In between you and the house that you're going towards, a large portal appears blocking the way. Mm. Mm. Shall, shall we roll sensors to, to or like can we just see what color and stuff it is or do it's we just roll? a big purple circle in this in the air yeah i'm just gonna straight turn it off <laughs> i'm just gonna reach in and try to turn it off immediately okay um you <laughs> can do that with, with a minus six um does it become slightly easy now since i've you know um i rain manned the equation now no, because it's still a difficult thing to do. It's not something that you should be able to do. I would like to attempt to bond help again. Okay, <laughs> not so roll, that I roll bond last first. Time. Roll bond first yeah. to encourage him somehow. Oh yes. Okay, I got that's fourteen. Yeah, success. You. I rolled you, in that twelve. Yep, you can get him a plus two. There you go. Friendship with the power of friendship, anything is possible, kids. And that's the real point of this podcast. <laughs> that's the message. It rolled off the table, but it did roll onto a 9 plus 10, 19. So 19 minus 6, 13. It's still a success. You put your wand (laughs) into the middle of this portal, and you hear, like, a buzzing sound, Uh but the portal closes. (laughs) (laughs) I like, I clutch back onto the ground, I guess, in exhaustion. (laughs) Dark dark magic. I like that Brad's like, hey guys, here's some combat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> doing too much <laughs> dumb stupid roleplay <laughs> here's some combat oh. 
<laughs> Here's an opportunity for an encounter, and we're just like... <laughs> okay, so that portal, um, yeah, it seals up and then disappears. And you now have an unimpeded trip to the house on the edge. And this whole time, Wisp has just been sort of trailing along with you. Yeah, she's not very good company, honestly. She doesn't say I thought we were going to be entertained by the peasants. I just kicked her. Oh, you didn't I see I do it. find that as well. I mean, <laughs> Zeph has their moments, but overall, you know, I've yet to see a sort of resounding quorum of uh, worse from the lower classes. No, see, you see, he's more, he's more useful in situations than he is entertaining. What we really need is some kind of entertainment. You know, I originally thought of the poor as, um, you know, useless at everything, but with their strength being a number, but it actually seems that it's actually the variety of new special interests amongst them. Well, you know, it's actually my goal some at some point to meet a bard. <laughs> I've never met one before, so that would be interesting. such a thing. Okay, so I guess we we're gonna have to leave it there. Wait, wait, Brad, before we end, can we just can we can we get Zeph to try and yeet the <laughs> the the rat box off the edge. Oh yeah, yeah, we're definitely gonna end on that narrative <laughs> note, like tying up that. Great. So we've got a few <laughs> loose ends to tie up. One is delivering the necklace. Two is get, getting getting yeah, Wisp yeah. to this safe location, which is right in front of you. Um, and three is 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 getting rid of the rat box from from the first night. Yeah. Yeah. As concludes every good story. Getting rid of the um, yeah, So, do you think that you would go to the cottage first, or would you go straight to the very edge? Oh, we would go straight to the very yeah. edge and look out over. Okay. It. Have any of you ever been to the edge before? Uh, I have on family vacations, but, but with royal guard and under great protection. Mm. Like there was no no danger. I imagine I've <laughs> been there once, and that was to escort my mother mm. there. Um, okay. Fergus has been there, uh, and he thinks back to trips uh with his his family to see the the great cloud factories they have built on the side of the edge that churn out more cloud he uh remembers back to sort of taking a, a, a view of the family factory every year the, the edge gets further and further out as the people who are like on prime edge front property get really fucked off they're like i'm not on the edge anymore <laughs> yeah it's uh, completely you know they're sort of very much in charge of the the re- real estate economy. Um, okay, so yeah, Troy, you go right to the edge, and you are holding this box with the rat centaur in it. Do you have any words to say before you deliver it to its final resting place? Unfortunately, I do. The rat centaur killed Uncle Nimbus during the breaches. They stabbed him in the ankles really hard during the breaches. And then I yeet the rat box over the edge. <laughs> I won't get you to make a brawn roll because your brawn is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you just yeet the whole box or just all the rat? Okay, oh no, the so whole the box. box. I, I don't want to keep the, the box. box. and the rat just fly out and then fall and fall and then they just disappear from sight towards the blue dot at the very edge of your vision down as far below as you can go. It's the water cycle, and it fuels us all. <laughs> Fergus <laughs> thinks back to the rat and his plan to prank the coach, and <laughs> thinks back and to see thinks and thinks back to to that moment of, of revenge and anger, and now sees that there's so much more to the world 
And as the oh, tiny God. rat box disappears, so does his uh, jilted, irrational grudges towards his former physical education e- Educators. <laughs> I, I'd like to think that Wisp is standing next to us and has just watched, you know, me sing this song and then greet a, like, shoebox over the edge of the world. Yeah, she leans over to Fergus and says, what was in that box? Uh, I say, I just whisper down in just dark magic. (laughs) And that's the end. Hooray! And that's the end of the episode. Wait, so Fergus apparently has the power to close the breaches? That's news to me. Uh, Okay, I'm sure that's going to lead to something. Right? I don't know. And what's up with the giant worms coming above ground? Something is definitely going on here, and we might just have to wait to find out next time. As everybody knows by now, we cannot make this show without the love and support from uh, you, the lovely listeners, and our amazing supporters over at Patreon. They are Alex White Robinson, person who wants to stay anonymous, Robert Baldino from Not Quite Heroes Podcast, Iron Coochie, Laura Christine Goodwin, and James Blasted from Wheeler Woe Podcast, Saja Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziegler, Rod Rafamata, Sam Malcolm from Table Tales, Kydra and Faust, Lauren Flake, Kai Dealer, Rihanna Kavalsik, Kevin Swift from the Dice Cult, Ben Edwards, Victorian Gavin Porter, Daniel Nichols from the Happy Go Lucky Podcast, KP Squished, Alexandra Litkeis, Andrew Evans, and Emily Holman from the Grow Out of a Podcast. Thank you all so much. We appreciate each and every one of you. If you want to join that list of names yourself, uh, try and make it as hard as possible for me to say, make sure you check out the reward tiers over at patreon.com slash fateofison. We also appreciate nice reviews on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podchaser, wherever you want to leave one. Just tell people that we're pretty good and that's uh, a good time. That got weird. But you know what? The sentiment was there. The words failed, but the sentiment prevailed. Is that a saying? I don't know. It is now. Alrighty, check out our socials at Fate of Eisen on all the major ones or Fate of Eisen at gmail.com if you just want to drop us an email. Or come and chat to us on the Necropoticon Network Discord server. There's a link to that on our website, fateofison.com, as well as a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, player bios, fan arts, you name it. Alrighty, catch you next time everyone. Thanks again for listening. Theron Blackbox, I thought you might want to take a look at it. She hands over a clear rectangle sheet of uh, black glass with smooth edges. Oh, wow. This is really cool. Where did you get that? You shouldn't have that. I found it on a Theron ship that crashed. Maybe you could take it to a friend? I would use the word friend lightly. Misha walks over to a small filing cabinet that's next to his bed and he takes a key from around his neck. He um, unlocks the cabinet and he pulls out two black cases which are both marked with Theron symbols. As you place it down, it instantly lights up. You know what this means, right? This could be the chance we've been looking for. That doesn't 
sound good. Sons of the Fathers is a sci-fi horror podcast using the 7th edition Call of Cthulhu role-playing system. It is a Necropodicon original, and our first episode premieres on the 1st of March, 2020. We advise that the show isn't for children, but is great for those who revel in hapless protagonists facing ever-increasing bad odds. Sons of the Fathers. Boundless space. Endless horror. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.